Welcome to Talking the Talk, Healthy Sexuality Conversations. I'm Vanessa Hamilton. This is the podcast that is going to encourage and support you to be the main sex and sexuality educator for your child. Do you want to feel confident and comfortable to have healthy and positive conversations about sex and sexuality with children so that you will be the first person who educates them about each topic? This podcast will provide you with surprisingly simple and effective actionable tips to clear the fears and uncertainty around essential sexuality conversations with kids. Each episode, I'll answer questions from parents and cover a variety of different topics. As a bonus, you might just get that sexuality education you missed out on when you were growing up. So as my tagline says, let's get started. It's easier than you think. Just a word of warning regarding the content. This podcast is not suitable for children. At times, it may contain explicit themes, including sexual themes, sexual abuse and other adult conversations. Mostly, it'll be fun, informative and insightful, but at the same time, please be sure to pause and take a breather or check in with your usual supports if any sensitive content brings up difficult thoughts or feelings for you. Another acronym I've come up with to help you react in the best way you can when your kids ask a question or you're confronted with a situation that shocks you or makes you angry or is a real struggle or a real challenge. So it's the pink reaction. I want you to think of the word pink. So pink stands for pause, inhale, next to them and kind words. Let's explore that a bit. So rather than turning pink or purple or rouge or red or um, bright whatever, rather than turning that colour, which you might anyway, think of pink. So pause is the first thing I want you to do. So rather than react and quickly say the, the, say the reaction that's happening in your body, just stop. Pause with an approachable or neutral look on your face, even a smiling, happy face, uh, safe face, friendly face would be good. So pause, inhale, take a breath, which will help with the pause. Take a breath and slowly let it out to help you with calmness. This also helps with the pause and will help with uh, taking just a moment to think about what's next. And what's next is N, next to them. So I just wanted this in the context of not standing over a child and not having power over them because these conversations need to have on as much of an equitable level as possible. So next to them is sit down at their level. Um, Whether that's um, sit down on a chair next to them, get down on the floor, whatever you need to do to not being standing over them and being um, uh, having that power. Um, and But at the same time, facing away from them is really helpful. So you could sit next to them both facing forward. Um, if they're at their computer and there's something there, sit next to them facing forward um, because it does help with embarrassment if you're not looking at each other. And K, so you've paused, you've inhaled, you've sat down next to them and then for K, think of – uh, even in a difficult situation, the kindest words that you could possibly say to them at that point. So here's some examples. Um, okay, so that's an interesting situation. Let's see what this is all about. Here's another example. Oh, uh, okay, I'm glad I saw that. Um, I can help you understand it. Or oh, wow, Uh, okay, that's a bit unexpected. Let's talk about it. And you could even add, I just need to take a breather and think about how best to respond to support you with that. Or you could say, gee, that must have been really hard for you to say. I'm so pleased that you tell me important things like that or personal things. 
what about – look, I can understand why you look that up on your device. Let me explain something to you. I love that you asked me such interesting questions. Um, even though I'm a bit shocked, uh, let me think about my answer for a few minutes. Um, I really like to answer it the best way I can. So pink, pause, inhale, sit down next to them and say the kindest thing you can possibly come up with. Your reaction is so important about being an askable parent. In the guidebook, I've got a bit of parents' homework. There's three questions and I'm going to ask you them now and you can do the homework in your head. Here's some homework for you. Thinking back, how did you learn about the birds and the bees or more accurately the birds and the birds and the bees and the bees? Was it a conversation that was always in your household? Did you learn about it at school? Was there a negative or traumatic situation of where you learned about it? Um, for those people, I do encourage you always to get support and seek help uh, for, that, for those situations if you have negative thoughts and feelings coming up from some of the conversations. The reason I want you to think about how you learned about the birds and the bees, this thing called sex, is because I would like you to reflect on how you learned and think about that in relation to your children learning about it now. Is the same thing happening for them? Uh are you going to make a difference so that they learn in a different way? Remember the two bubbles that I talk about. I want a bubble of information from home and school that complements each other, that counteracts the bubble of information they get from, you know, popular culture and school, um, po- uh, sorry, schoolyard, pornography, internet, media, etc. Having that reflection is really important. So next thing, question for your homework is what age are your children and what sexuality education have they had so far? So I actually want you to think about writing that down. Well, what information and education have they had? It might be a bit confronting for you to think about when you check off the checklists um, in the book about what they should have learned at what age. Uh, you might be a bit confronted about being a bit behind. Um, but that's okay. It's never too late to get started. And finally, number three, reflecting on this on this image, I've got an image there of children learning from the world around them. Tick the words that relate to your situation. So I've got a list here of currently my children get their sexuality messages from me, other parents, other carers, family members, schools, friends and peers, pornography, social media like TikTok and Instagram and Snapchat, society, TV, advertising, music videos, books, I don't know, and other. And then the next section after ticking that, where I want my children to get their main sexuality messages from. And the list is there again for you to think about. And you could number it one to down of where you want them to get their information from or you could cross out all the others and just leave two or three there. So a little bit of reflection and homework because that will make you the most askable and teachable parent you can be regarding sex and sexuality uh, for your children. And remember that when we're talking about education for our children, um, sex is not for kids but human sexuality is and we can't just leave out this part of being human. We need to talk about it with them to keep them safe and healthy and it is our main responsibility, their health and well-being and their sexual health and well-being is so important. <laughs>